0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, game day. Friday Night Lights for BYU football. Why tonight's contest has major implications on the entire season. ESPN play-by-play Adam Amin is back on the show. What he expects from tonight's matchup with the Toledo Rockets. Plus, what do you all expect tonight? And will your opinion change when you get to know the foe? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store
1: simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio.
0: Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Station live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium in Radio Vision. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is a glorious scene behind us because it's a Friday game day. We're at the stadium, baby.
2: Every, every show we do at the stadium's awesome because that means
0: it's a game day. We'll be live
2: tomorrow as well, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. If BYU wins, Kalani Sitake will be on the show.
0: Wherever and however you're dialed in, welcome. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Kentucky Bluegrass Curator Jerem Jordan. It's
2: important that the grass be uh, excellent, most excellent. In fact, we went down there and felt it a little wet. I think they watered it this morning. It might have rained as well. But uh, the game day forecast is this. At the 8 o'clock hour, it's going to be about 66 degrees with a 15% chance of rain. So I don't, I don't think it's going to rain. It looks, it looks like it's going to rain right now, but it's early, man. It's 10 a.m. Mountain Time. This game's scheduled for 8.21 kickoff tonight. We'll be live with Countdown to kick off at 9 Eastern Time. But th- this is a big game, man. The more we get towards this game tonight, the more I think, Oh my goodness, this is the most important game BYU's played at this point in the season. Because it's the next one.
0: There's more to it. We'll break it down coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is the next one. But we'll get in, as you said, Jerem, we'll get into the details of what this game could potentially mean. Like, wow, this team's – Toledo's good, and this game's big. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. The Rockets in town tonight. Countdown to kickoff airs live at 9 Eastern. ESPN 2 play-by-play specialist Adam Amin will join us in about 15 minutes and it's about time we revisited one of our favorite segments, Know the Foe. Oh, it's been so long. We haven't played it in it forever. Super awesome, random things about the Toledo Rockets <laughs> and the city of Toledo. I'm ready to go, man. I hope
2: you're bringing it. <laughs> during that segment. I always bring it. Well, you we'll better see. bring
0: headline number two. Headline
2: number two, third-ranked BYU women's soccer tied Santa Clara last night 0-0 at home in double overtime. BYU's RPI dropped two spots to number five. So still solid, uh, but a scoreless draw
0: with the Broncos. A top 15 showdown for BYU women's volleyball tonight as big the 11th-ranked Cougars hit San Diego tonight for a match with the number 6 Toreros of San Diego. That match at 10 Eastern.
2: That's a really big game in conference for the Cougars. They're ranked 11th, 6th-ranked San Diego on the road. Big time, big time. And softball played Snow College last night in an exhibition. BYU won 22-2. to That's just mean. Could BYU benefit from just playing an intrasquad scrimmage more than playing snow? That is a question I have to ask uh, after that. I don't know.
0: Competition is competition, right?
2: But there wasn't competition. It was 22-2. to <laughs>
0: two. It was close in the first inning. It's just...
2: It always is. It's 0-0. Zero, zero.
0: <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation Friday Night Lights. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Representing the Mid-American Conference, the Toledo Rockets visit Provo, Utah tonight for a first-ever meeting between the Rockets and Cougars. They're from the MAC. So how good can they really be? Uh, If you think that way, you should stop that right now. Stop it! Because this team can ball. To quote a former NFL player and BYU All-American this week, you know Toledo is better than West Virginia, right? Right. West Virginia? Okay. And to quote from, uh, a quote rather, from another high-ranking BYU athletics official, Toledo makes me nervous. They've got two defensive ends that are scary good. So, my friends, how are you feeling now? Answer today's Twitter question. What do you expect in tonight's Toledo
2: at BYU game? First tweet using the hashtag BYUSN at our greenha. An 11-point-plus win. That's one for Jerem. Yeah, baby! But for real, I expect a big
0: win, and for the O to keep improving. A big win against a very sneaky good team. They have something magic about them. They beat Arkansas on the road. The Rocketeers,
2: man. Did you see that movie in the nineties? I. It was okay.
0: I don't think I saw
2: the Rocketeer. You will tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and his name's Logan Woodside. It might be Cody Thompson. He leads the country in uh, yards per catch at 32. Every time the
0: dude catches the ball, it's an average of 32 yards. That's nuts. This is a good team, and that's probably understated. Okay, think about what is on the line here. BYU is 1-3. If BYU loses, they are staring at a 1-4 and four record. Uh-oh. Going to Michigan State. Down in the dumps, four-game losing streak. That would stink. Four losses in a row, potentially, if they can't get it done tonight. Okay, that would mean, and I know this is worst-case scenario, that would mean BYU has to go 5-2 and two in the last seven games just to get bowl eligible.
2: You'd have to beat Mississippi State at home and win all four in November. And you'd at hope, Cincinnati. And you'd hope you get, yeah, You'd hope you'd win at Boise State. That's a tough game. It's a home game tonight. It's a home game. But Toledo's really good. You called them the Boise State of the MAC. I think that's a great analogy because they won 10 games last year. They beat Arkansas at Arkansas. They beat Iowa State. Who stinks? But this is a good team. They haven't played anybody this year. But I think they're good. Yet, I think that BYU will be motivated, will be senior-led, will be able to rush the ball, will win the turnover margin. And BYU will win this game. I, I think that that will be the difference. I'm interested to see if they are better than West Virginia. Because I think West Virginia was a really good offensive team. I told you their defense stinks. I think Toledo's good. We Toledo's just, just,
0: defense is better than West Virginia's. We just,
2: yes. And we just don't know how good because they haven't played anybody. Last year's team was sort of last year's team, right? This year's team has, has proven to be good. But they haven't played anybody. So we'll see tonight. Adam Amin, ESPN, play-by-play. He'll join
0: us and weigh in Wayne as well. How good is Toledo? I know that I have given you some things to seriously think about, and it might sound a little bit like doomsday, like, oh, man, this is a really good team. How about some good news? And we switch that over with our stat of the day.
1: It's the BYU Sports Nation
2: stat of the day. BYU has won nine games in a row in Provo versus teams that have come to Provo from the Central and Eastern time zones. That info coming from Greg Rubel. This morning in a tweet Now that's interesting Because he also said From 2000 to 2009 uh, That BYU was 6-5 and five In those situations And now BYU is 9 They won 9 in a row In that situation So here comes Toledo In that situation On a Friday night Short week But they had a bye week An undefeated team Off a bye That was West Virginia.
0: And now it's Toledo again. Now here's the thing about that. Toledo has won nine road games in a row. So BYU 9-0 against Central and Eastern time zone teams in the last six years or so. Facing a team that's won nine in a row away from their home field. What in the world? Something's got to give, and I love it.
2: Yeah, this is a really good matchup. Like, if you see Toledo and you don't think it's that sexy, hopefully you think that this is a good game now because Toledo's a good team, man. BYU's got to bring it tonight. But this, this is BYU's backs against the wall right now. Senior-led Taysom Hill, uh, Jamal Williams, Harvey Lange, Kainakua. This is a game they have to show up in and play really well. And I think this BYU crowd is going to help the Cougars tonight at home. They've been away for three of four. They've all been within three points. It's been rough. So I, I think BYU will get some extra
0: juice tonight here though. You think BYU by eleven plus eleven plus, and they will be able to establish the run. Yes, I think against that will be
2: against Arizona. BYU controlled that game. They didn't cash in uh, on the two turnovers as much as they should have. They didn't cash in in the red zone with touchdowns instead of field goals. By the way, BYU is still perfect in the red zone, but you want touchdowns. That percentage is kind of low for BYU. Uh, yeah, tonight I, I think that's one of the differences for BYU. They'll win the turnover margin, and if BYU can run the ball on offense, and I think I think we're I'm just guessing I think we'll see BYU at a faster pace tonight where Ty Detmer goes, we're going to still run the pro style, but let's incorporate what we do well. And so far, that's been spread uh, pass, pass the ball effectively. Taysom Hill, be reckless, dog. When he's reckless, he's so good. And I know that there's risk of injury. I know he doesn't want to be hurt. But in order for this offense to be at its best, Taysom Hill has to be an effective runner. I think we'll see that tonight.
0: I think that... And the question today is, what do you expect in tonight's Toledo-BYU game? I'm going with 11-plus. I think this is going to be a close game. I think this game will be determined by, Not sing- again. by single digits. I just I, I am impressed with what I see on film from this Toledo team. I know they haven't played anybody, but they have looked really good. You still have to execute... Whoever you're playing, and they have looked out. They've been very clean in their play. They they just look very sharp, and so I don't see any reason why they won't come in here and push BYU to the limit. I think BYU is going to win this game, but I think it's going to be close.
2: Man, Toledo and BYU. If I when I looked at this game in preseason, when we looked at this game, we said, "Oh yeah, this is a win for BYU at home." Now that the season's played out, you look at this and you go, "Okay, four and a half point fave at home." All the four games decided by three or less. (laughs) Three on the road, BYU's one and three. So it's funny because we focused earlier in the week on BYU being one and three, still feeling good because those games were close. BYU wasn't blown out, disappointed, but not frustrated. That was kind of our our theme, right? Now we've looked at Toledo all week and we go, oh, look at this team, man. Look at this team. Like, Is Toledo better than Arizona? Yes. Is Toledo better than West Virginia in your opinion?
0: Toledo's defense is better than West Virginia. I think their offense is on par. So maybe, maybe. So this overall, is, maybe they are a little bit better than West Virginia. They're
2: not as good as Utah, or UCLA. No, though. you think they're better than UCLA? What do you
0: think? UCLA's defense is really good, really good. Are you crediting UCLA in some way? I am. <laughs> I am. This is. This they is, still can't win big games because they don't have enough offense. I'm
2: uncomfortable, even though you're wearing UCLA colors. But,
0: <laughs>
2: but yes. I think this is int- I think this is an interesting matchup because you could argue this is the third toughest opponent in the first five. Toledo Whereas I looked at the schedule and I go, that's the fifth toughest opponent before the season.
0: If Toledo My is the Boise State changed. of the MAC, if, if Toledo is the boy State of the MAC, which I think they are, are they better than UCLA? Do you think? No. Okay. No.
2: UCLA had Stanford on the ropes.
0: They were they were I supposed th- to win that I game. I don't think
2: Toledo would have Stanford on the ropes.
0: Exactly. H- hard
2: to know, but this is Toledo's first test. At elevation, on the road, short week, although they're coming off a bye. Hey, this is a game BYU has to win. I mean, the, I don't think BOA feels this crazy amount of pressure, though, for the whole season. I think they just zoned in on Toledo, and they go, okay, it's time to lock it in. We've been right there. Now we're playing a team at home because BYU played UCLA at home, and the offense stunk. I don't think the offense will stink tonight. I think it will be good for BYU.
0: This game, in my opinion, will be determined by single digits. Jerem Jordan says eleven plus. He likes BYU's chances in the run game. What's funny is I think BYU will have that first explosive pass play tonight, forty plus. They are mm-hmm. without one. I think that that's Which going to happen tonight.
2: Out of control. I think BYU was one of six teams without a forty plus yard pass play right now.
0: At least they got. And one of them's Army, of course. At least they got over the no twenty plus pass play a little while back because that was awesome what if, what, if someone time traveled and came back and was
2: like wait what what happened to BYU's offense what happened in the past game I I think
0: BYU will explode tonight. At bell underscore four answers the Twitter question. Points, 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 and another sweet leaping Taysom hurdle Mm. is what they are anticipating from tonight's game. (laughs) If
2: Taysom hurdles, that means he's in reckless mode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, we'll be joined on set with the ESPN play-by-play specialist, Adam Amin. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures, those are on BYU TV. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Answer today's Twitter question using the hashtag BYUSN. What do you expect in tonight's? BYU Toledo matchup and countdown to kickoff is live at nine Eastern time. It's our one hour
2: live pregame show on BYU TV, hosted by Spencer Linton, David Nixon, Brian Logan. They'll be live right here. Lauren Frankham down on the field, uh, Blaine Fowler and David uh, Dave McCann up in the booth. So check it out at nine Eastern tonight. We will actually go a little longer than we normally do. We'll go until ten ten Eastern time. So a seventy-minute uh, pregame show tonight.
0: Awesome! You get ten more minutes of production, Jerem.
2: Hey, it's easy when I can hand off to you guys. <laughs> you guys are great, man. Make my life easy.
0: At Smithers A One answering today's Twitter question: Jamal Williams is the Butch Smithers? Yes, yeah, Smith- that's, a- that's awesome. Smithers A One. Yes, Smithers. Jamal Williams is the Butch Pau of the offense, laughing while punishing the linebackers.
2: It's true. Based on the Parker Dostor we heard uh, against West Virginia, where Jamal Williams was being tackled, and uh, there, was some, there was some banter there, and he was just laughing under the pile. I imagine like five guys on top of Jamal just hearing this,
0: hee, <laughs> <laughs> hee, He's that personality for sure. Joining us now and making an appearance with us live on the show is Adam Amin, ESPN play-by-play man. Adam, it's nice to have you in the studio on the set, per se, in studio. Yeah, this is a whole new thing. I mean, I I came here
1: for for the Cincinnati game last year, and you guys invited me, very gracious hosts, as you guys always are, but I couldn't make it out because we had a production meeting at the exact same time. I carved out... The time. Yeah, time, I was like, "Do not schedule <laughs> yes. a meeting." I've got, I've got my my, my buddies to go out and, and chat with at Lavelle Edwards. So one I'm of happy the, to be here. And and One of the greatest on the moments, board. yes. Yeah.
0: Your face was all over the Lavelle like Edwards.
1: Like I said, to video s- board. about to scale. I would say, I hope, <laughs> I hope seeing it in person kind of makes you realize what the actual size of the head is. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, let's. We we have to talk about something. The, all right. The nit. Yeah. Your Valpo. Your Valpo uh, team beat BYU. I, I mean, it was in
1: incredible fashion, by be, the way, Why too. you got to block Chase Fisher like that? Was, I mean, to hit the three in the final seconds, plus to get the block. And listen, a couple of years ago, Valpo goes to the NCAA tournament. We've got Maryland on the ropes. I mean, we were about to win against Maryland. And Varun Ram, who's about my height, ends up blocking a shot right at the horn to send Maryland into the third round. And Valpo got snubbed. I thought they got snubbed. I thought it was a foul personally and I think a lot of other people did too. But that being said, I feel like we had to get revenge. I feel bad that it came so out. So there anyway. was
0: yeah, okay. <sighs> yeah. You, okay, you, were, due. Had, you were due. We were due. Yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. That's all
1: I'm saying. We were due. I mean, I mean karmic energy, I guess for lack of a better term. Whatever, whatever you want to put it on happens. It. Yeah,
0: yeah, unfortunately, uh BYU had to be the one that uh <laughs> was on the opposite end of yeah, receiving exactly. that karma yeah. from Valpo. And I forgot yeah.
1: you went to Valpo. And you, then you, it, well, you I was, I was, I was kind of on on talking Twitter. smack to you on on Twitter, and like I don't think you realized it within like a tweet or two. It took you like three <laughs> tweets for you realize. Oh, he went there. I remember, he actually <laughs> went yeah. to school there, and that was his
2: educational background. I yeah. told
1: Spencer, I was like, "Why does Adam Amin care about
2: Valpo so, basketball why is he, so much? Where's is is
0: this he,
1: random Valpo why is he fan coming, coming at from? me?
2: Oh, he went to Valpo. <laughs> I remember yeah. that conversation
0: yeah. in our office. Like, what what's happening right yeah, here? Didn't he go Valpo? One,
1: Adam's following me, and two, he cares about Valpo. I understand. I'm not the biggest like alumnus from from that school. We had the voice of the Pillsbury Doughboy, so I understand that I'm not like really? near the top of the list it's for a, tough for road a famous for alumna. I mean, I've got a big hurdle to climb. So
0: Pillsbury Doughboy... Bryce, Bryce Drew, Drew, and then Adam, and, uh, Adam I,
1: think, I think I'm number three <laughs> on that list. Good. <laughs> I think I, it's not, not a bad place to be, but I definitely put in the Doughboy above me.
0: Uh, you're a busy dude between Major League Baseball and NFL and college football. What's your life like as a broadcaster right now?
1: Uh, it is a little tiring, admittedly. Uh, I came in uh, early yesterday morning from San Francisco. We had a great game, Rockies and Giants, on Wednesday night, and the Giants are still in the thick of the wild card hunt. So... Between doing baseball, maybe ending up sliding over to one of those tiebreaker games if they go to a 163 on Monday, might have to be ready to do that. I get to go home tomorrow because I've got a Bears game at home on, on uh, Sunday, so thankfully I get a little bit of a respite, but... I mean, it's it's what you sign up for, and this is what you want, and this is what you hope to get to do. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. It would be dumb for me to do that, and it beats digging ditches for a living. So, Absolutely. That's fantastic. So, tonight, you have BYU and Toledo on ESPN2. Yep.
2: This is an intriguing matchup. We've been talking about Toledo's good. We're just not sure how good. Sure. What do you think of the Rockets?
1: I think they're a lot better than people realize. I think you guys have it down. We don't know exactly how good they are just yet. But, listen, it's a talented defense. When you only give up 30 points, the only other teams that are on that level through – this portion of the season a third of the way through Miami and Memphis. Memphis is an improving defensive team and we know what type of talent Miami can get on the defensive side of the ball. So to be at that level even though you've only played three teams that are probably you know maybe one of them is going to be a bowl team by the end of the season. I think Arkansas State maybe out of those three maybe a Fresno State but with all that being said this is a very talented team. I think they're better on defense than people realize. They get after the quarterback. They can do multiple things. I think you'll see a couple of the guys you need to watch out for. Olison conmey Daney is off the edge. He's kind of the Harvey Longy of Toledo's defense. He can drop back in coverage. He can rush. So there are a lot of different sets that these guys are going to throw at you guys tonight. So be aware of it. I think that's the, bi- the biggest thing. We saw West Virginia drop back a lot in coverage. Might see a little bit of a mix from Toledo tonight.
0: What did you learn in your conversations with the coaches from BYU and Toledo that maybe you didn't know before just from your study of game notes and whatnot? I think
1: uh, I think Kalani's the right guy for this job. I know a lot of people are going to sit here and say, well, listen, one and three, we shouldn't be that way, and I understand that. I mean, I think back to, what, five, six years ago, you guys started off, what, one and four under Bronco, and then had a phenomenal run, what, six of the last eight or five mm-hmm. of the last seven, something along those lines. And you guys got to seven and six and got to bowl eligibility, and that's what you're gunning for, is to make a bowl game when you have a bit of a rough patch to start the year. But, come, I mean, listen, seven points. How do you, how can you be angry when your team is right th- against good teams? too? It's I know bizarre, it, right? It seven is tremendously points. bizarre against against three Pac-12 teams and then a, a decent, off uh, I would say a pretty good offense and a decent team in West Virginia to be a, separated by seven points. And really, eight when you go back to the, you know, or a couple of points in the opener, too. So, nine, ten points are deciding your first four games. That is a tremendously bizarre thing. I've never seen it like that. It's only happened once in the last, what, 20 years or something like that for BYU. I think Greg tweeted out a stat uh, last week along those lines. So, to have this type of, I mean, bad luck if you want to call it that, but whatever your term is for it, that is tremendously bizarre. So, I think the process is working. The offense does have kinks. I'm not saying that it's, not, it's perfect or anything like that. Taysom is having some struggles, I think, with pocket concepts. But after all of that, when you get away from the really weeds of all of it, you get to the surface level and you look at this team, it's a really good team.
2: Well, uh, you're going to call the game with Mac Brown. Uh, Buoy yes. fans, of course, his last of time course. here was 2013, <laughs> and that was unfortunately kind of the beginning and the end there. It but, was. But uh, what's it like to interact with Mac Brown, and what's it like for him to be back in Provo?
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story from our meetings yesterday. So we got to meet Jamal and meet Taysom. And those are two of the guys that had a major impact on him being in television, and of course that was his <laughs> first live. He said, he said, with a big smile on his face, and that's the type of guy that Mac is. But he goes, I got you boys to thank because you got me with this crew. So I, I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, Taysom ran for 200 plus yards and. Two 250 plus yards in that game against Texas and you know after all the weather delays and things like that not a very good experience for Mac but he's got such a a great outlook about it you will not meet a more positive human being than Mac Brown he's one of the nicest most charming human beings around he obviously knows his football he's got a tremendous pedigree and he demands the respect of a lot of people around him he is as good of a guy as I've ever known he's as good of a partner as I could ask for
0: What does he anticipate between BYU and Toledo tonight in your conversations with him that you've had after meeting uh, with the players and coaches? I
1: think he was uh, pleasantly surprised with the talent level of Toledo. Uh, Logan Woodside impressed him a lot. Logan's a kid that... Had to wait around a little bit. He lost the starting job last year to Philip Ely, a kid that transferred from Alabama and did a very good job for, as you guys were mentioning, a very good Toledo team that got into the top 20 last year. So he had to wait around. He took a bit of a hit to his ego, but it motivated him. He's a really efficient passer, leads the country in, in efficiency right now. One pick, 11 touchdowns. And he's a Kentucky kid who grew up rooting for Texas. And that obviously tickled mm. the fancy of one Mac Brown. So he said, <laughs> I grew up watching Vince Young and I grew up watching Colt McCoy and he talked about his preparation and said that, you know, on the three-hour flight over here, he was sitting on the plane doodling every play and every read in order against what the defenses might be against BYU. That's the type of preparation geeky is. is. He's a film room rat. And Mac Brown looks at me afterwards after we got a chance to meet him and says, that was Colt McCoy. That was how hmm. Colt McCoy prepared wow. for games. Not necessarily comparing the arm talent or anything like that, but to see that parallel of preparation to process – and to give them that type of compliment, I think, is a big deal.
2: Yeah, that's impressive. This is a big game for BYU in a lot of ways because because they're 1-3 and three and they still have Michigan State, Mississippi State, Boys yep. Sist- State, that's Cincinnati. They almost have to win this to ensure that they aren't in must-win 6-7 of seven for a bowl game or something. This is big time for BYU.
1: Yeah, again, I, I don't know where you want to put Toledo just yet. I don't know how they compare, again, to the rest of the country based on the schedule that they've played, but they've played very well against it. If you got, if you're going to win games, you got to win games, quote unquote, like this. I'm not putting Toledo down, but it's not going to be a road game against Michigan State. It's not going to be going on the road to take on Boise State on a short week. So you got to win games like this. Now there are certain things that play into the, you know, into BYU's advantage. I came into the Cincinnati game last year, like we talked about, and I really thought in the fourth quarter, Cincinnati, a team that had never been to the state of Utah to play a football game, I thought the fourth quarter is when they started to wear down and. BYU entered trailing the fourth, had some explosive plays, and won the game by two touchdowns. That's going to be tough for these guys because they played one game, and none of these guys really have played that game, but they played at Wyoming. That was the highest elevation they've ever played at. This is the second highest. So this is going to be a test. Yes, they had a bye week. They had a chance to condition a little bit for it. But until you get reps at elevation for a full 60 minutes and you're breathing hard and trying to run plays, I'm not saying they're an up tempo team, but they want to make sure that they're efficient. That's a tough thing to deal with, and the fourth quarter is going to be huge. If BYU's in it, like they have been the first four games, <laughs> we might be in for a, a, a crazy fourth quarter. A-
2: every week has been
1: a very entertaining. I was going to say at the very, BYU. at the very least, I was like, well, at least Toledo's undefeated, and hey, BYU's had some fun games. So, listen, I've been blowout city so far. All right, it's been rough for you've for been blowout one. city. you have not been, had the
2: tessator effect.
1: We have not. I have been the complete opposite <laughs> of the Tessator effect. I texted Joe the other day, and I'm like, listen, can you can you? Do you got some magic dust in your pocket that you can? You know, FedEx to us because we are desperate for a good game. Colorado, Colorado State, Louisville, Syracuse, which was fun because we got to introduce Lamar Jackson or maybe reintroduce him to the country <laughs> yeah, that week. The good all. grief. Yeah. Baylor, Baylor against Rice turned into a blowout. We had TCU SMU last week, which was a blowout. So thankfully, we have a close line. Maybe that, if that's any indication, we've had two really good teams that have been right on the cusp of doing some bigger things. So hopefully we've got a little bit of uh, entertainment involved tonight.
0: We're here for you. Okay? This is, BYU's here for you, uh, this Adam. Is, this
1: is why I came.
0: <laughs> Early, we've made some comparisons this week, me specifically. Sure. And I, I said that Boise st- or rather, uh, the Toledo Rockets are the Boise State of the Mac. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a fair comparison? You're not the only one to say it. And there have been
1: guys on the BYU staff that have said it. There have been guys on the Toledo side of things that I've said, I, you know, we, we feel that that level of explosiveness is is apt. So Boise State has played good defense in, in years past against tough offensive opponents. And again, as explosive of, a, of an offense as you can ask for when you look at the whole body of work over the last, what, 10 years or so. So Toledo's in that regard. I do think the difference is they're not as big of a run team or uh, um, as big of a pass team as Boise State. Boise State, you think of Kellen Moore's of the world in the big time, passing ability that they had i know jay Ajay is just a couple years out of the out of the out of that team and into the nfl but with all that being said toledo wants to run the ball because when you get to november and you play tuesday and wednesday night games you got to run you got to be able to have guys that are going to be workhorses they're going to establish the run and you go back 20 years they've got an incredible pedigree of running backs going on away sean tate and Jalen Parmalee and Chester Taylor, and it goes on and on and on. They've had a 1,000-yard rusher 14 of the last 21 years. So wow. So to have that type of establishment of the run game, and they want to be balanced, 33 rushing first downs, 32 passing first downs, very balanced, hmm. but they want to establish the run first. So I won't say exactly they're like Boise State, which I think of as more of an air raid team. This is a little bit of a different offense, but it's a similar explosiveness.
2: Something uh, regionally with where you're from and the weather has to do with the way you play too sometimes. Sure. and. and Yet Toledo is so explosive at the same time because Cody Thompson, every time the dude catches the ball, yeah. he averages 33 a catch to lead the country. That's wild. Again,
1: and this is something I think you, you guys saw it with West Virginia. Go downhill, sideline to sideline with screen passes, and then we're going to try to beat you with a bomb. And that's, I mean, granted, that's a lot of philo- uh, uh, philosophies for offenses in college football. There's three things. Let's go downhill, let's go sideline to sideline, and then see if we can get a home run ball. And that's been West Virginia, and that is a little bit of Toledo. I think they have strengths in all of those capacities. But where they beat out BYU, and you guys have talked about it, where is the deep threat right now for BYU? That's something that Toledo has. Thompson is great. Cody Jones is a volume catcher. They've got Johnson on the outside as well. That's a good possession receiver. They've got a mix of guys in the backfield that can go sideline to sideline. So that's what scares me. If I'm a BYU fan and I'm looking at this defense, is Butch going to be able to play with the knee issue that he's had? He's a game-time decision. Is he going to be able to stop the run and fit you know, up the middle? And if you establish that downhill presence, all of a sudden, now those deep threats become that much more viable. And that's, what's get, that's what would scare me if I'm a BYU fan. Looking at tonight, you have to stop Cody Thompson from getting explosive plays. He's got, I think, five Forty-plus yard catches already this year.
0: That's five more than BYU was team. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, it hasn't been a whole lot of vertical threat so far. Nope.
0: Why do you have to go there, Jerome? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry for bringing up the facts. Yeah. <laughs> Not. I thought. I thought. Like I said, I thought we were gonna come into the spin zone. This is what I thought we were gonna. We were gonna do. We we're just gonna spin it all in the in the positive fashion. <laughs> I came here for the actual analysis. Yeah. That's why I come to you. Guys. The, the actual analysis. Yeah, the juxtaposition
0: right. is fun about this game, and we talked about this early in the show. Toledo has won nine in a row on yeah. the road, and BYU hasn't lost. To a team from the Central or Eastern Time Zone uh, in their last nine. In so Provo. going back to 2010 in Provo. Right. So this is just—it's a fascinating matchup on so many levels because we don't know what Toledo really is until they are battle tested, and they'll get that tonight. Um, but when you watch them play, there's just there's just something magic about the Toledo Rockets.
1: I think the last couple of years, and they've made the transition, obviously from Matt Campbell, a very young coach, to now Jason Candle, who is his offensive coordinator an equally young coach, 36 years of age, and to see the transition be as smooth as it has been because the philosophy is the same at Toledo. Even going back to Tim Beckman, it was kind of the similar philosophy. Let's get a quarterback who can manage the game, who has some arm talent that can throw downfield, but let's establish the run first. And I think Toledo's been one of those programs, and I believe this year the MAC is going to be very scary. Everybody's talking about Houston and rightfully so because they're a potential playoff team, and if they're not going to be in the playoffs, they're probably going to be one of the top group of five teams to play for a New Year's Six. Toledo's playing for that right now. I know they're 3-0 and against a, a week schedule, True, but let's not forget that this was a team that got in the top 20. You mentioned it. Iowa State, Arkansas, big wins last year to go on the road at Arkansas and win Beat a game. Beat a good Temple team Beat in the bowl game. Beat a very game. good Temple team in a bowl game last year. A, a, a Temple team that was much better than this year. They were much better ranked last year. Ranked for most they're, of that team. Ranked for, ranked most, for most of the, the year, year. They were. Yeah. I think they were 24 in that bowl game. So Toledo has a lot of a, a lot of pedigree behind them, and I think this year might be one of those years where the Mac really competes for a group of five bowl slot. I mean, hmm. you know, old BCS system. New college football playoff system. They have a chance to be one of those teams at the end of it, playing one of the most important bowl games at the end of the year.
2: Well, Adam, we, we know you have a bunch of swag. You always have swag. So we want to give you some swag. You don't have this swag, BYU Sports Nation swag. This got, is pretty awesome. This is a brand I new
1: t Do I want to uh, unveil this? Sure. Oh, this yeah. is a brand new BYU Sports Nation Oh, my goodness. Shirt look at this. Busted out. This so, is pretty impressive. The Royal Blue. It's like a shirt jersey, dude. You know, I'm, I'm Actually, I'm excited. I was going through the facilities last night, and I'm, I love the royal blue uniforms. So I'm mm-hmm. still kind of a sucker for them. The black jerseys with the dark blue uh-huh. and the black matte helmets. Pretty sweet. When are you guys going to bust those? Utah guys? State. That's the Utah last State. Regular game? season. Tonight's, okay. tonight's a whiteout. Tonight's a whiteout, yep. which I'm excited about. And then but
2: Royal for
1: Mississippi State. Solid, man. <laughs> I mean, these are, I mean, this is impressive. By the way, thank you guys very much. Really you're welcome. Adam, Adam, thanks awesome. for
0: coming over and for carving out a section of your very busy <laughs> yeah. schedule. And you get a well-deserved day off tomorrow you after get, you an get, entertaining game tonight.
1: I, that's what I'm expecting tonight, but you guys really are a hassle. I hope you're <laughs> <This is> tremendous. <laughs> really not fun to hang out with. Really not enjoyable. The scenery sucks. I mean, as far as I'm <laughs> the feeling so. is mutual. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. Get appreciate off the set. Yeah, gonna, I appreciate it. I'm out of here. I should have just thrown down the headset. I walked <laughs>
0: Adam Amin of ESPN. You can watch him tonight with Mac Brown on ESPN 2, 1015 Eastern, 8-15 Mountain Time Kickoff. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we go head-to-head. And speaking of Jeremy and myself, on who knows Toledo and the city of Toledo better during Know the Foe. This is BYU Sports Nation. Get excited. <laughs> <laughs> BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services. Chef driven, student powered. Welcome back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Live on a game day, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan at the base of the Wasatch Mountains. Broadcasting in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV.
2: You can say we're at the uh, crossroads of the West in the spirit of this weekend, Spender. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, coming up at uh, 2 Eastern time today, BYU Sports Nation, we do a weekly Facebook Live Q&A. It's meant to be Uh, Questions from you uh, to us, whatever you want. Uh, Well, not whatever you want, but yeah. Facebook.com slash BYU Sports Nation coming up at 2 Eastern
0: time. If you want to ask Jerem whatever you want. You can. I won't answer, (laughs) but you can ask. Yeah, I opened yeah. Pandora's box on that <laughs> yes, one, didn't I? Yes, you did.
2: What's your favorite color?
0: Yeah, whatever. You want. There's no going back. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. Football Friday against the Toledo Rockets yeah! at LES. Countdown to kickoff. Starts at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. We just spoke with ESPN2 play-by-play man Adam Amin. Download the podcast to hear that conversation. Some very interesting thoughts on why he expects this to be the most entertaining game he has broadcasted on a Friday night for ESPN this year.
2: Number three, women's soccer. Tied Santa Clara last night in the West Coast Conference opener. A uh, scoreless draw in double overtime. BYU's RPI dropped two spots, but still at number five.
0: What, they dropped from number three to number five? It's over, man. And that's RPI, not the ranking. A top 10 RPI is really, really good. In fact, it's top five, yeah. Number 11, BYU women's volleyball in San Diego tonight to take on the sixth-ranked team in America, the Toreros of San Diego. That game at 10 Eastern, and uh, understandably, a huge opportunity for BYU on the road.
2: Do they play their volleyball matches in Jenny, Greg, Pavilion? Yeah, the Slim Jim. The Slim Mm Jim. BYU volleyball in the Slim Jim. Softball played snow last night in a fall ball exhibition. BYU won 22 2. That's just mean.
0: Jeremy, we've waited a long time to do this. And I'm not <laughs> sure
2: why. I'm not sure why. I know. I don't know. Politics.
0: <laughs> Producers. People are like, what? Well, what are you doing? Needy talent. T- it's time to get to know the foe. BYU Sports Nation asks Do you know the foe? Yes. Everybody's favorite random awesome trivia of sorts game on BYU Sports, Sports Nation. Sports match competition game. Yes. Uh huh. Let's mm-hmm. qualify it with a little more, shall we? <laughs> Here's how it works Jerem and I quiz each other on all things Toledo, whether it deals with the university, the city, or the football team. Let's go. So here we go. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay, Jerem. I'm going to start with a super easy one. Bring it. What is the name of Toledo's home football field? Glass Bowl. Okay, nailed let's, it. Let's take that to the next level with my next question. Now it's your turn.
2: Oh, which Mash character was from Toledo, Ohio? Was it Maxwell Q. Klingler, Klingler, Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake, Father John Mukaehe, or Radar O'Reilly?
0: I'm going to go with Radar O'Reilly.
2: Nope, Maxwell Key Q. Klingler.
0: <laughs> I went to the Mash set when I was little in California. That's all- why you yeah. you were okay. Yeah. that's why you like that question. Klinger. sorry. Okay. Why? Why is Toledo's home field named the Glass Bowl? Why is it? Because b- it's made of glass. No. Dang it. Because it <laughs> deals with the glass industry, which is what Toledo is known oh, for. It is the glass that. city. Is it? Yes. So it breaks a lot. So there you go. The original
2: name of the university was Toledo University of. What was it? Arts and Trades, Arts and Crafts, Arts and Cats, or Arts and Manual Training? Arts and Trades. Arts and Crafts. Oh, are you serious?
0: (laughs) Toledo Arts and Crafts? Arts
2: and Crafts. Oh, my goodness. What are we doing here? Was it? I'm going to have to check that, actually. (laughs) Maybe it was trades. Uh Uh-oh. Your turn. I'll have to look that. I think it was trades, actually. (laughs) 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 My wife's maiden name is
0: Craft, so I want to throw that in there, I think. I was like, there's no way that that city was named or the universe was originally named University of Toledo, arts and crafts. <laughs> really? It was probably trades. It's okay. got to be arts I'll look and it up. Trades. You ask me. You ask Holy me cow. That's fantastic. True or false, Jim? Yeah, trades. Of course trades. I was right. There ain't no crafts up in here. <laughs> Gosh. That would have been awesome, though. <laughs> true, true or false, Toledo is one of the 100 largest cities in America.
2: I'll go true. It is true. Yeah, you don't normally throw the curveball. You throw fastballs. Rocket gold and what specific blue are the official colors of Toledo? Is it sky blue, tower blue, light blue, or just straight up blue? Read them again. Sky blue,
0: tower blue, light blue, or blue? Tower blue. Tower blue. Yes. Very nice. Has to be. You dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> Process of a I'm looking at this is sky blue. The shirt I'm wearing, yeah. I'm looking at that going, nope, that's not their color. Oh, nice. So let's go with tower blue. Okay, what am I? Am I three for Four. Are you three oh, for four? I, I thought we just kept tracking the next segment. For going. Oh, to that, that's yeah. what we do? Yeah. Okay, this is just fun know-the-foe stuff. All right, that, that's all I've got, man. I've got more. Let's go. More for me?
2: Who's Toledo's rival?
0: Toledo's rival?
2: I didn't know this. Miami of Ohio. No. Good oh, guess, though. Ooh. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Yeah. True or false, a member of Angels and Airwaves from Toledo? True. False. Scott True. Schreiner is the basis for Weezer. <laughs> Weezer, and his name's not Jonas. Okay, (laughs) last one. Movoto.com has a list of 26 things you need to know about Toledo before you move there. What is number one? Is it Toledo people are friendly people? This is Mud Hens territory, because that's a AAA affiliate. Tony Pacos makes everyone's favorite Hungarian hot dog. Or the warehouse district is swinging upward.
0: There's so much involved right there that I am one, overwhelmed. One, two, three, or four. I am so overwhelmed right now. <laughs> Which one is? Let's it? go with the hot dog. Nope. Toledo oh. people are friendly people. <laughs> John Denver doesn't think so. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I do have one more. Okay. I do have one more. Okay. And okay. This goes with the rivalry game we talked about. What is the rivalry game called? Oh,
2: what they play for? Yes. Oh, it's the I seventy five something. Yeah. It, close. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give that to you. The battle for I seventy five. The battle for I seventy five. You know what they used to call it? The trophy, the peace pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: The peace pipe. Yeah, yeah. Politically, they had to change that one. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, right? (laughs) Yeah, that is not politically sound. Nope. The battle prize seventy-five. It is. Hey, that's no the foe, man. I missed that. That's how we roll. Oh my goodness. You all know so much more about the city of Toledo. We're all now dumber for having heard. (laughs) I warned you no points. (laughs) Shout out to the Glass City. What's up? Up next on BYU Sports Nation. Now it really counts. Going for two predictions from Jeremy and myself next. With a pass option special. BYU Sports Station, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, live on a game day. If you miss an episode of this show, not to worry, the rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Download the podcast to learn what the city of Toledo is really known by.
2: And And what we... what I thought it was originally, and then what it actually was. The
0: University of Toledo, <laughs> arts and crafts. <laughs> One of the classic the University moments. University
2: of Toledo, of arts <laughs> and trades, something like that. <laughs> hey, if you want more nonsense, uh, check out Countdown to Gig Off tonight at Who 9 Eastern time. Who doesn't want more of that? We have a 70-minute edition of the show. Normally we're an hour. Tonight we're 70 minutes. So check it out tonight, 9 Eastern time. It's our uh, hour and change live pregame show from this very set with uh, Spencer Linton Uh, David Nixon, Brian Logan, Lauren Frankham on the
0: field, Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler in the booth. It's going to be awesome. What do you expect in tonight's Toledo at BYU football game? That is our Twitter question today. At B-Royal Blue Cougs says, Defensive destruction and offensive awesomeness. BYU has a breakout game to up confidence and turn the season around. Turn the season around? I don't know that it's that uh, sideways. Michigan State is a turn the season around type of game. But yes. BYU to have BYU any did, sort of confidence going yes. into the game, you gotta win the night. Yes. You can't be one and four going to East Lansing. Correct. Then more than likely oh, you're still you ma- one and five. That that would be a disaster. When's the last time BYU lost five games in a row? We know that twenty ten was the four game losing streak. I don't like looking these stats up, Spencer. I know you don't, <laughs> but you will anyway. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know me! <laughs> you can look that up or not, but right now we will go for two. Can you predict the future? Yes. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Going for two brought to you by BYU Dining Services. In this segment each week, Jeremy and I... Go for two, and that means we project two things that we think will happen in tonight's game to recap what has happened in the first four games of the season. I have picked three correctly, and Jerem, with last week's gifted fumble by West Virginia inside the five-yard line, got one of his rights, so he has two correct Thanks for qualifying
2: it, but yes, you are right. You're welcome. Hashtag arts and crafts.
0: You're welcome. I am three wins and five losses, Jerem, two and six on the season for going for two. Okay, Jerem, I'm listed here first, but I'm going to let you go first because I'm feeling generous today.
2: BYU will win by... 11-plus tonight. Mm. I know that's crazy. In fact, mm. I feel kind of crazy. for This is what it's like to be Brian Logan in this spot, I guess, on this desk. BYU is going to win by 11-plus. Okay, the, the
0: second one. I can't believe how much you're sticking to your guns after everything you've learned about Toledo football. And BYU will rush <laughs> for 200-plus. I think that the run
2: game will be really good for BYU tonight.
0: Against those talented defensive ends from Toledo.
2: Yes, but BYU... When they, haven't fa- when they faced Utah and UCLA with like NFL prospects on the D-line there, it was a struggle, a real struggle, right? Against Arizona and West Virginia, BYU ran for over 200 yards. So I see them running for 200 tonight.
0: So you are suggesting that Toledo's defensive front is more like Arizona and West Virginia?
2: No, I'm just saying they're less like Utah and UCLA. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle? I, yeah, that's a big chasm, though. That's yep. like, where do you want to land in the Grand Canyon? Ah, somewhere in there. Somewhere it's pretty where wide. my
0: plane won't crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 200 plus rushing yards against Toledo and an 11 plus point win. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man. Parrot, okay. what do you got? My going for due uh, predictions number one BYU will have its first 100 plus yard receiver of the season tonight.
2: Ooh, do you have an idea who it's going to be? That's not part of this, but who do you think it's going to be? I like Kurtz?
0: Ni- I like Nick Kurtz just because he's becoming a reliable target for Taysom Hill. Yeah, you know, especially when they want a big bigger play. I mean, he had seventy eight yards last week. He caught the touchdown against UCLA in the back corner. Like he's, he's been good when
2: BYU's been down seventeen and sixteen. I want more production for three quarters. I, from I'm Nick. right there with yeah. you,
0: man. I raise my hand to that all the time. Put it to the square, baby. Let's go, Nick Kurtz, number two. BYU will hold Toledo. And they're very prolific offense, which is averaging 564 yards a game to 400 yards of total offense or less.
2: That still sounds like a lot, but when they're putting up 464
0: a game? Yeah, 564.
1: Whoa!
0: Yeah. They get major chunks of yards. I think BYU will hold them Mm. to 400 of total offense or less. Those are my two. I've been right three times this season. Jerem's been right, too. So this... This is a big You've week for us, that like man. Three times. This is a big I like um, to say that I'm winning. I am <laughs> winning. Jerem is losing. The end <laughs> <laughs> The end.
2: Now I I feel and sound crazy by saying eleven plus, right? But I really think that BY is going to win the turnover margin too. That was close to being one of them, but I picked on like Tuesday during a Facebook live, I said BY is going to win by eleven plus. You know what that means, right? It's going to be a three-point game. Tonight.
0: It's the kiss of death.
2: And 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 BYU is uh, four and a half point fave tonight.
0: By the way. Oh boy! Can and I think and it's going to be 11. somewhere in between. I'm I think it's going to be somewhere in between. Three seven, and four and a half. Se- so yeah, four. seven seven points. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, between your eleven yeah. and the four and a half. Yeah. You know, picked by it'll
2: be another. Uh, fourth quarter, dramatic, entertaining, fun game. But this time, BYU has to win. BYU, I don't want BYU it BYU to-
0: has to win this game. I don't want it to be that. I want you to be right. I seriously want you to be I, right. I
2: want this to be uh, UCLA 08, 59 to nothing. That's what I want it's it to be. It's just not going to be that way. No, Toledo is too good.
0: Yeah. Brought to you by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered, are our going for two predictions. Our Twitter question Along the lines of making projections tonight, what do you expect in tonight's Toledo at BYU game? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
1: you got tweets.
0: At var underscore black, I expect to be up late and my wife to tell me to, quote, not be so loud she is sleeping, quote, 11 plus times. 11 plus, that's right. Oh, and a win. <laughs> Well, well, cogitated tweet from Matt Varner. That's a real. Black. That's a real thing
2: because this game won't kick off until at least ten twenty-one Eastern time. So, hey, East Coasters,
0: get a nap in, man. At fabulous fuss, I expect <laughs> that we will dominate the game and win with a final score of fifty-three whoa, whoa. to seventeen. hashtag Elite hashtag Bold expectation hashtag Blue Goggle Alert.
2: At age eighty-eight tweeted. At least Jeremy Jordan didn't say seventeen plus. It's with a uh, gif of uh, Jay Z clapping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 17 plus against Houston worked out well. At least it was a win, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't uh quote cover, but yeah. At Greg Rosenhan tweeting in, "Offense throws three tipped balls for interceptions, but none for a pick six, so we win by 11 plus." Yeah. <laughs> points off turnovers is still
2: an issue by the way. BYU 22 points off 11 turnovers. Two. That's it. and then it's it's 24 points off 8. So three points for Opponents, which still isn't good, but BYU is not cashed in. BYU averaging Do two it.
0: points per turnover given to them.
2: I don't think that the uh, Toledo defense has an interception yet.
0: They don't, which like is a random weird stat. Yeah. They've been so good, but no interception. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, a loaded Cougar whip around, including a big time matchup for BYU Women's Volleyball Top 15 Showdown. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when Jerem and you need it most. Arts and crafts. <laughs> it's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. The
2: Cougars face Toledo tonight at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Countdown to kickoff is live at 9 Eastern time. Soccer.
0: BYU tied Santa Clara last night. The third-ranked Cougars in a double overtime scoreless draw. Their RPI dropped two spots, but still at number five. Very good. Volleyball: The 11th ranked Cougars are in San Diego tonight,
2: take on number 6 San Diego, 10 Eastern time. Good luck, big match.
0: Softball. BYU played Snow College last night in a fall ball exhibition, and as Jerem called it, it was just mean. They won 22-2. to two. Swimming and
2: diving. The women's team is their first official meet of the season against Oregon State. Take that, Nyborg. Tonight at 7.30 Eastern. Somehow it's at Utah. Tennis.
0: The women are in California today and tomorrow for the Cal Nike Invitational. Good luck. Future guests and shows, if BYU wins, we'll have Kalani Sitake on the show
2: tomorrow because we're doing a Saturday special. That's why a- it's the biggest game of
0: the season. We need That's Kalani why, on the show That's why, because we need tomorrow. Kalani on the show
2: tomorrow. 11 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. It's the pregame show for LDS General Conference. Which speakers are in? Which ones are game time decisions? Who's going to bring it? No, we're not going to discuss that. But the BYU-Toledo game, we will discuss at length tomorrow. After our
0: sleepover at the building. Today's rise and shout <laughs> brought to you by Dexter and Dexter help when you need the most. DexterLaw.com. Let's go ahead and get it out of the way, Jerem. It goes to Bob bolsby Wait, who? Who is Bob bolsby Robert bolsby the, oh, B- the Big 12 commissioner. That
2: guy. Robbie. Okay. Robbie bolsby <laughs> You know him as Robbie.
0: Rob- Robbie Bolsby, Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> uh, hello, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie Bowlesby. <laughs> Our Twitter question, what do you expect in tonight's Toledo-BYU game? Let's go back to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Nomad Coog, I expect Taysom Hill will go off for 100 rushing and 250 passing. Three touchdown passes. Jay Swag Daddy rushes for four. Wait, wait. Rushes four <laughs> 150 yards. <laughs> like four? And three touchdowns. The D dominates. So when you Last combine week, Taysom, all of that. Like, T- Taysom was 241 pass. Two touchdowns, three
2: picks, one on one rush.
0: He D- is capable, obviously. I don't,
2: I don't need Taysom Hill to rush for 100 every game. I just need him to rush for like 70 plus and get first downs in like third down situations or whatever. The idea That's of him
0: thinking. being 300 plus in total offense is great for the BYU offense.
2: Given the way they've played the first yeah. four weeks, I, yes. they were better last week. We need to see a step
0: forward this week as well. At Laser Sheep, I'm going to go bold and say five sacks by the BYU defense. Mm. I think they dial up serious pressure early. Toledo has not given up a sack. Five from Laser Sheep, he is projecting.
2: Wow. Would- two two would be bold. Does BYU bring it, or do they drop, or do they mix? They, they always mix. But what kind of pressure can BYU get? BYU needs to get home. They didn't get home against West Virginia very much. But Francis Bernard earlier this week said, we expect... Uh, hitches and bubble screens. That is quick throws from Toledo tonight.
0: At Nick Lee 51, I expect a win. I also expect it to be a close, nervous game. Toledo is well coached, but BYU has to have this. And we went yes. into why BYU needs this game so that they're not 1-4 going to Michigan State. Our Elite Tweet of the Day from at BYU LASF Jazz. I found my blue goggles. Toledo shout-out. <laughs> Shutout! Shut out. Toledo shutout! <laughs> and my wife eats two cougar tails. Oh boy. Thanks to Adam Amin and, and everyone on our crew. Conversation continues twenty four-seven on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Let's give Toledo a shout-out again too. The show on demand BYUSN.com, podcast on iTunes for Jeremiah Spencer. Shout out to Franco Imprata. We'll see you tonight.